This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Vendis joining us here, Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the major mortgage man cave. Here's Jason Walker. Yo, happy Wednesday. The Jason Walker Show. Back in the Major Mortgage Man Cave, missed yesterday, was at the doctor's office, and I'm still trying to figure out, so I don't have COVID. I've been tested three times. I don't have COVID. I don't have any viruses. They've done a full viral panel. We still still don't know why uh, I constantly am still sick, so we're trying to figure that out. Uh, hopefully, it's nothing serious, right? <laughs> hey, uh, big show coming up today. We're going to talk to Mariluce. Cruz, who? Well, she is the director of broadcast and digital media at the Big Sky Conference offices, and uh, she's got a pretty cool uh, story. So uh, have her on today, and just to talk about her job and how tough it is to work with all the schools in the Big Sky Conference as far as getting all the social media and uh, digital media out there um, as well. So looking forward to uh, to talking to her coming up here in about uh, fifteen minutes or so. Also, there's news out of Notre Dame, North Carolina, and it's not looking good. But, hey, what do I know? Uh, by the way, tomorrow, show you will not want to miss. Sarah Burnell will be in studio here in the Major Mortgage Man Cave, and she is the assistant softball coach at Carroll College and just had a beautiful, beautiful baby um, recently. And I think the last, what, four, three months ago? Um, the baby's got to have the surgery coming up, but uh, Coach Burnell is going to be in here talking about um, the difficulty of her pregnancy and also uh, how the softball family really became even even tighter. Um, and then uh, we'll talk about a, a very rare um, condition uh, with her baby. So that'll be tomorrow. You will not want to miss that. Um, that's coming up uh, about 24 hours from now. So. All right. Uh, also, today we got on this day in history and uh, the walk-off. And the guy from Eastern Washington, I think he's from Eastern Washington, uh, but he put out some uh, some things on the Big Sky Conference and how you can tell each football school just by uh, by one phrase. And it's pretty funny. We're going to read, uh, and, and some of them are very accurate, and we're going to give those to you uh, coming up. But we start with our daily COVID update for the state of Montana. Uh, 111 new cases. Uh, 84 total deaths, 102 currently in the hospital, 1,515 active cases, and 4,357 have been recovered. So there are two counties, it appears, that have not had any COVID issues at all. Any cases, Petroleum and Carter. Uh, There are currently cases, or currently counties with no cases, which is great. 
650 active right now in Yellowstone. We're going to talk about Yellowstone County here in a second. 254 in Bighorn. Those are the two in double figures still. 92 Flathead, 74 Missoula, 65 Lewis and Clark, 44 in Cascade, 33 in Gallatin as far as the uh, the big ones, um, big numbers. So there's our COVID update. And uh, to date, two, uh, 206,533 total tests, 1,021 new ones. So there we go. Those are the best, or the, the numbers. And we're seeing goods and positives and negatives with this still. So uh, this just came out. NCAA Division I Council has voted to allow fall sports student-athletes to compete in any amount of competitions this year will not count as a year of eligibility. That's good. Um, that means if they compete, they won't lose an, a year of eligibility, which is great because a lot of, you know, the players really didn't have a say in any of this on the uh, NCAA level. So there you go. All right, so we're going to talk about Yellowstone County here for a second. Yesterday, uh, Yellowstone County came out, uh, Health Officer John Felton, along with representatives from the, uh, the three public schools in Billing Central. No spectators will be allowed at Yellowstone County High School and Middle School sporting events this fall. There are 18 different requirements for athletic activities, four for associated activities, and three for media. Uh, you can go to 406mtsports.com to read all of those if you so choose. And we did get some clarity, which is good on this. So COVID-19, Governor Steve Bullock, uh, in Phase 2, we can't gather in groups of larger than 50. However, this does not apply to athletic events, which is fantastic, which means that Teams can actually have people on the sidelines, players, coaches. The 50 is for fans. It's not for on field. It's for fans. Um, you have to wear masks if you're not on in competition. So if you're on the bench, you got to wear masks. That's soccer, volleyball, football, all of it. Coaches have to wear masks. Refs have to wear masks. Um, there's a whole list of all of these. Now, all of this, of course, can be changed based on the COVID numbers. So Yellowstone County has come out and said, okay, no fans for high school or middle school events this fall. But here's my question. Why then were fans allowed at the State Legion baseball tournament? Why did Yellowstone County host the Big Sky State Games last month? There were fans there and a whole bunch of uh, competitors. So why, why then are we not allowed to have fans in Yellowstone County for high school activities? That's a legitimate question. Perhaps Yellowstone County should not have allowed the State Legion Baseball Tournament, A, to go on, and B, to have fans. If you want to go on, good. Don't have the fans there. If you wanted to host the Big Sky State Games, you shouldn't have done it, for one, because 
We're seeing explosions around the state based off of competitors taking it back to their homes, hometowns, home counties. But if you could have fans and competitors at the state Allegiant Baseball Tournament, AA in Billings, that wrapped up part of the first part of August, and you can have the Big Sky State Games go on, why then can we not have fans at high school sporting events or middle school sporting events? It's a legitimate question for Yellowstone County. Uh, they're hoping that the NFHS network, which is uh, the National Federation of State High School Associations, uh, will feed all the games, except cross-country and golf. Football, soccer, volleyball should be broadcast, according to District 2, because they all have cameras in their gyms and at Dale Stadium. They'll be live-streamed in those gyms and stadiums, those events. Uh, they hope to have radio broadcasts as well. And they're uh, hoping to get some live TV coverage for some varsity events. So no spectators, though. Now, that's in Yellowstone County. Flathead County came out yesterday as well. And they are limiting. They're allowing fans, but they are limiting two spectators per participant in uniform for football, volleyball, and soccer. No visiting fans are allowed unless it's a Flathead County school. So when Flathead and Glacier play, obviously fans can be there. But only two per person, per member of the, for, per uniform. All in attendance have to wear masks, including those on the sidelines. How are you going, here's, and this is another question, how do you keep, I mean, kids, where, where are they going to wear their masks? You can't share a mask, which is just, Physic, I mean, just dumb in the first place. You know, where are they going to keep their masks? And, and, and you know, football, it's going to be harder. There's no benches. Cheerlead or uh, volleyball, and volleyball too. Volleyball has the bench or the seats. You can put your mask. Assigned seating is apparently what's going to happen as well. But uh, <laughs> where are you going to put your mask for football and soccer? There's no legit bench. There's no seat. So, just some questions. All participants will be screened before games. How many of those kids are going to be honest? Shortness of breath is a big one. You can take the temperature all you want. Not necessarily a, a big factor. Um, but not every kid's going to be honest. Is anybody coughing in your house? No, I just want to play football. So, we're seeing... Some you know, and Missoula County's not allowing fans. Still waiting on Gallatin County and, and Lewis and Clark County, the big ones in the state of Montana. But again, it goes back to what I asked you on Monday. Is it fair to have fans in the stands in some counties and some schools, but not in others? And I don't think it is. If you're going to cancel fans in Yellowstone County, then Flathead County shouldn't get to have fans either. It's either it's, it's that's the problem with the governor, the the city and county health departments, MHSA, all of it. There's no uniformity. There's just a whole lot of kicking the can down the road and punting to others to make decisions. Why can't the MHSA executive board come up with a, a solution and say, look, 
here's how it is. If Flathead County allows two fans per player in uniform, then so should every other county. Or if Missoula County, Yellowstone County don't allow fans, then neither should anybody else. Again, there's no uniformity from the top down. And this starts with the governor, and it goes down to the city county health department, and it goes down to MHSA, and it goes to administrators and more across the state of Montana. Athletic directors, superintendents, principals. I mean, it's nobody's making a decision here. It's a lot like the NCAA. We'll leave it up to the specific divisions. NAI said the same thing. It's up to the specific conferences. No uniformity, folks. Just make one one streamlined executive decision. If you get to have fans, then have fans. In all counties. If you can't have fans in all counties, then no fans go. Those are just my thoughts. If you want to weigh in, you can. Literally any time especially live on the show from 4 to 5. You can Facebook us. You can tweet us at jwalkersports. You can email jasonwalkersports at gmail.com. You can also rewatch the show anytime at jasonwalkershow.com. But if it's all about the kids, then why can't anybody go in Yellowstone County? Why be so selective? You got to have the State Legion Baseball Tournament You hosted the Big Sky State Games in Yellowstone County, but now you're saying that high school sports can't have fans in the stands. Why? We're going to take a break, and when we come back, Mary Luce Cruz will join us from the Big Sky Conference office. She moved from Florida to Utah last year, got a great job, director of broadcasting and social media, digital media for the Big Sky Conference. She has a big job. And we're going to talk about it when we come back. Also on this day in history still to come and uh, a whole lot more. The walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco. And we've got some funny statements about the towns or this the universities in the Big Sky Conference. And at least I found them funny. But nobody did, nobody's agreeing with me, which is fine. I got, I got broad shoulders. Bring it on. Uh, tweet me, Facebook me, email me. Uh, come on the show and argue. Have a debate. Let's do this. This is your show as much as it is mine. My name's on it, but I want you to be a part of it. But nobody can. Nobody can stand up for themselves unless it's social media. We're going to be back, back, uh, right back. Mary Luce Cruz will join us next. Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing. But it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. 
Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. I'm done with this. Thinking about trying something new? The Montana Air National Guard has so many exciting career fields to choose from, many that can open up opportunities in your civilian life. The best part? You'll be getting paid to learn a new trade skill right here at home. What are you waiting for? Let's get you in school and get you paid. Contact Lee Fecto at 406-788-8962. Dinner's Done Right is open and ready for you to stop in and stock up for the summer. How does a Big Sky Flank Steak sound or a sage-roasted pork loin? June's menu also includes a Parmesan tilapia and a variety of fantastic chicken cuisines and more. And if that's not enough, Dinner's Done Right's Grab and Go Soup Salad and Nacho Bar is back as well, with one exception. The delightful staff now will make it for you. And don't forget, deliveries to Bozeman and Great Falls on select days. Stop in at 1212 Cedar Street in Helena or visit dinnersdoneright.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Uh, welcome back on a Wednesday, the Jason Walker Show. Here in the major mortgage man cave. On this day in history, still to come, also going to check in uh, with the walk-off. And uh, got some uh, bubble talk to talk about as well. But we're going to bring in our first guest. And we were going to bring her in video, but my system is whacked, so instead she's on the phone. Her name is Mary Luce Cruz, and uh, she is the Director of Broadcast and Social Media for the Big Sky Conference. How are you? 
I'm good, Jason. How are you? I am great. I apologize. I, mean, I, I was able to see you briefly. You looked. I mean, you dressed up for this. I'm wearing a t-shirt and shorts, but you got like makeup and earrings and everything on. <laughs> yeah, you know, any any excuse that I can have during this time to put on a little makeup and a dress, I'll take it. So perfect. I like that. Hey, uh, explain um, what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been working for the Big Sky Conference since January, and I, I covered the athletics for them, focusing on a lot of human interest things in front of the camera, behind the camera. So I do serve as the on-air talent for the conference, as well as their producer of all the digital media content. So I came from Florida Atlantic University, where I was predominantly really only covering baseball. So then going to the Big Sky and covering all of the different sports and all the different schools has been a lot of fun. There's so many amazing stories within the big sky that I've been able to tell and so many more that I look forward to telling throughout the rest of uh, my time with them. What's the biggest change, Mary Luce, as you move from Florida to Utah? (laughs) Yeah, well, the weather is the obvious one, right? Like (laughs) learning how to drive in the snow was a very new experience for me. But uh, (laughs) um, yeah, I mean, Utah is just beautiful. The people are great. Um, But I have to say, like when it comes to work, Again, just expanding uh, what I was doing, just focusing on one team and really going in-depth on one team to now, uh, expanding my coverage to so many different universities um, and eight different states. I mean, it's it's been so much fun. I feel like I'll be learning about the big sky forever. So it, it's been a lot of fun, and it's it's been a good challenge. Mary Luce Cruz joining us here, Jason Walker Show, uh, and the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. When you talk about the 13 different schools in for football in the big sky and there's you know there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of different things to cover in the big sky um the history of the big sky it, it to me it just blows everything out of the water because there's been so much history from the uh, nai level to the d2 and now fcs right right i mean it's amazing we actually one of the things that i've done um, since starting at the Big Sky is we started this series called Classics with Casper. So we have mm-hmm. an amazing guy on staff, John Casper, um, and he is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the Big Sky, particularly football. So it's been really fun having him send me content and then editing it, learning all those Big Sky stories through him. I mean, we call him the Big Sky historian. <laughs> so, um, yeah, when you say that there is, you know, just great history and great stories in the big sky especially when it comes to football i mean that could not be more true yeah and you know um people hate to hear this if they're grizzly fans but montana state which is my school uh i used to Mm -hmm. do the pa announcing there for 16 years so uh grew up in bozeman but montana state the only university or school to win a national title at three different levels in football in the united states Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. So you could ask look, Casper about so that. Things, there's so many things. Okay, I will. I will. That is very cool. I love that fact. Well, they won uh, the NAI championship in 56, D2 in 76, and then it was D1 AA in 84. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I know. That's a cool fact. <laughs> hey, when, very when, cool. When you were covering Florida Atlantic, uh, was, was uh, Howard Schnellenberger still there? 
No, so I was there for the Lane Kiffin era. Oh, so that was that was <laughs> that was a lot of fun. The Lane train. So I was uh, I actually started working in sports in 2017. I graduated college last year, so I'm still I'm still fairly young. Yep. And um, and when I started, I was an intern for the athletics department and the street team doing marketing. And I was I was there when we conceptualized the Lane train and everything like that. So it was. So much fun getting to be there and getting to market Lane Kiffin while he was there at FAU. So that's the era I was there for. What was he like to work with? So I didn't work with him directly very much, but I I did attend like a number of events. I staffed them where he was there. So he was kind of he was kind of in and out. You know, he he very much has that celebrity persona about him. Um, but he, he was very, he was very kind to everyone. I saw the fans that came up to him. He usually stopped for a picture, um, usually briefly, but he was always very nice to him. So, or nice to them. So, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't get to know him very personally, like on, on a personal level or anything like that. So I can't speak to that, but Mary I Luce. can't tell you he was nice from what I saw. <laughs> Mary Luce Cruz joining us here. She is the big sky conference director of broadcast and digital media. Um, your job is interesting, and you kind of touched on it, but you mm-hmm. have to do so much. And it, you know, I was actually going to apply for the job, and uh, the wife was like, yeah, I'm not moving to Utah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But I'm just intrigued by the job because you work, like you said, not just one school, but 13 different or all the different schools in Big Sky in eight different states, plus multiple sports. And like you said, at FAU is just baseball for the most part. Mm-hmm. But now you're working with, you know, tens of sports in the big sky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, when you say that this is an interesting position, that is for sure. Like I'll never forget the day that I, I saw this position listed online and I was like, Oh my goodness, this sounds like a dream. It sounds like a challenge, but that's me. You know, I'm, I, I love, I love a good challenge. And um, I mean, it's been, it's been really, really cool getting to know so many different people. Like, of course, working in a conference office, you're there. Like, I, I work staff 11, I want to say, if I, hopefully I'm counting everybody <laughs> off the top of my head. But, um, <laughs> um, but then it's just so much fun getting to know all the people within the different schools and the sports information directors. And um, it is a lot, but I mean, it takes, so much, so much teamwork to, to get all these stories and to, to tell them. And so, I mean, I, I love my job. I mean, it really, it's been, it's been a dream. So after you got the the position and they, you know, I, I, I did not apply for it, so you didn't beat me out, but I would have been, (laughs) I would have been happy to lose to you, Uh, but you've done a great job, (laughs) but you go throwing it, you get thrown in right in the middle of a basketball season. And yeah. there's some great storylines there between, you know, the Montana men, the Montana State women, and then all of a sudden it just all came to an end in March. It just shut down. Yeah. Um, how did how did you be able to still put out product knowing that or not knowing what the future held? Right. That's definitely been a huge challenge. Who would have seen all of this coming? You know, you start off in Boise and we're thinking, okay, it's going to be a great week. And then halfway through it all gets shut down. So that was really, really disappointing and just really sad, of course, for our student athletes and our coaches. And of course, their mental health is of the utmost importance. And so just trying to be socially sensitive in what I'm posting on the Big Sky social accounts. 
um, has been really at the forefront of my mind since everything really got shut down. Um, but, you know, you control the controllables. And so what I've been doing is a lot more human interest pieces. Um, I did a, a series of virtual game shows, um, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> so I did, like, Are You Smarter Than Your Coach with uh, student-athletes going up against their coach. So things that I probably would have never been able to do had it not been for this pandemic and working from home. So I'm, you know, as as tough as it's been during this time and, you know, as much as I am looking out for the mental health of our, our student athletes, our coaches, administrators, and, you know, keeping that in mind, it has been fun getting to know them in ways that I probably wouldn't have otherwise. So I love that. Mary Lou Cruz yeah. joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. She is the Director of Broadcast and Digital Media at the Big Sky Conference. You're still a youngin', um, but you uh, <laughs> you mentioned the SIDs in the Big Sky, and there is not a league, in my opinion, that ha- at, at the FCS level or maybe even the NCAA level that has the best sports information directors as the Big Sky Conference. And, and it goes from school to school. They're all great to work mm-hmm. with, and they're all fantastic, and they all have great – insights to how you can tell better stories as well. And uh, how big of a help have they been for you? Oh, they've been key since day one. I mean, I reached out to all of them, formed those connections with them because I knew that they were going to be key to getting those stories about student athletes, about coaches. They really are the gateway to the amazing stories that exist within the big sky. So I cannot thank them enough for all that they do, giving me content ideas and, um, you know, giving me little tidbits of knowledge when I first started. And I, I mean, I'm from Florida, so I really didn't know much about the big sky, to be honest. I just knew, okay, this is an amazing job, an amazing opportunity. Um, and so they had been absolutely incredible. Like, I, just as you said, uh, a lot of them do hop around from school to school, and they, they just have tremendous knowledge of what, you know, what goes on in the big sky and what has in the past. So, Calling on them has really, really been important in my role. You know, and just in Montana with uh, with Eric Tabor and Joe Carlson at Montana and then Bill Lamberty mm-hmm. and Tom Schultz at Montana State, those four are as good as it gets across the country, in my opinion. And, uh, of course, I'm a little biased working with Bill and, <laughs> and Tom for so long. But um, who's been I, – I, you're not going to answer this, but who's been your favorite SID? <laughs> Oh, I can't say that. I can't play favorites. But there have been, I'll say across the board, they have been amazing. What I really loved um, was being in Boise. That was the first time that I was kind of getting to meet everybody at once. Right. Um, And I still don't, I didn't get to meet everyone because, you know, everything, you know, got shut down early and didn't get the chance to introduce myself to everyone. But it was so much fun getting to put faces to the names um, while we were there in Boise and, uh, looking forward to meeting the rest of them in person, you know, when things are back to normal. But, right. yeah, they really, they've been amazing, and we have so many good ones, I can't pick a favorite. <laughs> what's, what's, um, did, what the, the coaches in the Big Sky in all sports are, are great, especially, you know, uh, the one the, the mainstream football and, and, and basketballs. But um, mm-hmm. the coaching uh, a tree, or the coaching aspect, how, how have they helped you? Yeah, um I've had really good conversations with coaches. Like I know even for the the virtual football kickoff that we did, um, that was such an amazing opportunity, just conducting those interviews with all those coaches, getting so many different ideas. I know uh, Coach Barnum, he was from Portland State, <laughs> he was 
he's a funny guy. He's, he's a really funny guy. And he's reached out to me and said, Hey, like whatever it is that I can help you with during this time, like, let me know. So I appreciate him so much. Um, Coach Zach Claus from Idaho. He coaches men's basketball. He's been amazing. Um, so kind to me. And a number of the coaches just, you know, they, they're so kind after an interview and just thanking me for the coverage um, that the big sky is giving them. And so they're so willing to, to help and to, to give us that content, whether it's through a, a human interest interview or whether it's through a virtual game show. They have really, really been so awesome about working with me during this crazy time, doing everything on Zoom. But they've been awesome. They've been so great. When you got the job in January, were you able to travel to some of the schools, or have you been basically stuck in Utah the whole time? So I went to Pocatello, Idaho. So I've been to Idaho State, went there twice. Uh, Once was for the indoor track and field championship, and then another time was for um, a men's basketball game against Montana. Um, And then, which, oh, you talk about coaches, Travis from uh, Montana, men's basketball. He's been really awesome, too. He's been very, very kind to me. So I want to make sure I give him a nice little shout-out. He's (laughs) awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was there twice and then Weber state, of course, with it being so close. Right. So those are the only two that I've been to, but uh, I'm glad that I at least got a little taste of some of our schools. <laughs> Mary Lee Cruz joining us here, Jason Walker show. When you look at the, the cities in the big sky conference, what are you looking, what towns are you looking forward to, to getting to the most? I'm really excited to get to Bozeman. It looks absolutely beautiful just so unreal my dad went to college in Colorado and my entire life he's talked about how beautiful it is in Colorado and how we need to do a trip out there and so um I'm really looking forward to getting to Bozeman so I'm sure you love to hear that oh yeah absolutely Uh, I just fell in love with you (laughs) (laughs) um and I have to say like northern Arizona too like I can't wait to get out to Arizona so much of the mountain west I really haven't explored yet like i've spent a lot of time in california because i have family out there but the mountain west region is very new to me so i'm really excited to continue exploring those different schools and the areas around them well you're going to enjoy bozeman you're going to i hate to say it but you'll enjoy missoula uh cheney's pretty awesome <laughs> moscow's okay uh you've been to okay. pokey so um the California schools, don't even worry about, like, Poly or, you know, San Luis Obispo and Sac State. Don't, don't worry about those and, and Davis. Um, Portland's pretty cool. But uh, Greeley, uh, I've heard some great th- I've never been to Greeley, but I've heard great things about it. It just smells because they have, you know. That's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is the uh, resounding comment surrounding Greeley. <laughs> I've heard it's a beautiful town, though, and it's a great college town, so that you'll be fine. Right. Okay, <laughs> um, fantastic. I'm excited. <laughs> Mary Luce Cruz, uh, our guest here. Give me some ideas of what fans can expect once the seasons get going again, and hopefully Hopefully it's sooner rather than later. Hopefully we get basketball. And I know we're not going to talk about any of that, but um, Mm -hmm. give me some ideas of what fans can expect from you moving forward. Yeah. I mean, of course, like my, my goal is always going to be the same. And that is to highlight the stories of our student athletes, of our coaches, of our administrators. And so when we are back to normal, um, I mean, fully expect to, to see those interviews with coaches and student athletes. And especially when it comes to tournament coverage, um, I really look forward to being super involved with that and 
doing as many interviews as I can on site. Of course, whatever it needs to be to be safe, um, that will be done. But um, just again my goal is always the same whether it's now without sports or whether it's when you know when it was back in Boise or in the future it's always going to be to highlight the student athletes the coaches the administrators and the amazing stories in the big sky we know we talk about football and basketball all the time especially in the big sky conference but it's those other sports you know that don't get all the attention where I think some of the greatest stories come out of Uh, would you agree with that yeah, I mean, I think it definitely it can happen, right? So, like, basketball and football are extremely mainstream, and mm-hmm. that's great. I mean, there's obviously going to be wonderful stories within there as well. But, um, I mean, I know it was probably my first or second week with the Big Sky. I did an interview with Trayshawn Malone, who is a, a track and field star at Idaho State. Absolutely incredible. Was ranked, like, sixth in the nation in long jump, I want to say. And had a great sit-down interview with him. Just so many wonderful things that he had to say. And, you know, a track and field athlete, you know, mm-hmm. someone who probably isn't getting as much coverage as someone else. Um, I think about the tennis coach from Montana State, Trey Morris, and the um, or from Montana State, and then the one from Idaho State, um, Alexander Free. They grew up together and now they're here in, in Georgia and now they're coaching against each other and both were hired so recently. There's so many different cool stories and they're not always in football and basketball and right. so it's a lot of fun getting to find those. And I think that's, I agree with that because you know, everybody for the most part knows about the football and basketball players and even to an extent volleyball mm-hmm. players. But it's like I said, you know, the, the skiers that we never hear about unless it's the mm-hmm. NCAA championships held in Bozeman. But usually we don't get those great stories from the quote unquote non mainstream sports. And and right. those, I think, are the great human interest stories. And, and even the coaches, like you said, because not many people know about those coaches either. So I think it's great. And right. um I love what you're doing. And what's your career forward looking like? Yeah. uh, Well, right now I'm just enjoying where I am. I'm so, so happy in my current role. But my end goal or, I mean, just future goal, it's it's funny because when I first started with the big sky, I was thinking, oh, sideline reporter for a major league baseball team. Like I grew up (laughs) on baseball. I'm half Cuban. So it's pretty much in my blood. And so I was thinking sideline, sideline. And I had a really good conversation with Laura Open, who's an NFL broadcaster. And she was like, yeah, I mean, sideline is great. But what you're doing now producing and, you know, having control completely over how the stories are told, she was like, that's really cool. Like you shouldn't just limit yourself to sideline reporter as cool of a job as it is, you know? And so, um, so I, at some point I would love to work in major league baseball, but I also would love to host a show like get up ESPN. Like I would just, I would love something like that. So right now, again, enjoying where I am. I love what I do. I'm pinching myself on a daily basis, but that's where I'd like to be in the future. I got to ask you this because you were in Boise for the basketball championships, mm-hmm. but Bozeman was hosting the NCAA ski championships that same week. Um, it's a little bit warmer in Boise than it was in Bozeman on top of Bridger Bowl. <laughs> are you are you looking forward to covering some skiing? So the big sky, actually, we don't sponsor skiing. Right. So I don't know what conference 
Montana State skiing would be in, but it's not the big sky. So I would love to have covered some skiing, but that's not <laughs> that's not in my realm. <laughs> I mean, you can still talk to some of the some of the crew from big, uh, Montana State. They do it. I mean, that ski team has been legit over the last fifty years. Jan Stenerud originally came to Montana State mm-hmm. as a skier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, inducted so into our Big Sky Hall of Fame. Yep, the first yep. class of the Big Sky Hall of Fame. He's a great dude. Great interview too. I love talking to Jan. He's so fantastic. Uh, Marilyn's oh, Cruz joining us here. All right, so how long did it take you to learn how to pronounce your commissioner's name? <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, that was uh, that was tough. And it, the spelling for me, too, I had to – I really had mm. to work on that for a while. But after – I, I want to say, you know, my first day, I was like, all right, this is important. I, I do need to know how to, how to say the commissioner's name. So Tom Wistersill, don't you forget it. That's right, that's right. Do you just call him Tom? Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. When I was there for my interview, I was calling everyone, like, Mr. Wistersill, Mr. Satter, Ms. Thompson, and he was like, no, 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 no. None of that here. I'm Tom. That's Dan. So, yeah, yeah, so down to earth, so kind, um, an incredible leader, and I'm very thankful to be underneath his leadership. Hey, you got to tell him, though, when he does these Zoom meetings with the media, he's got to put something up behind him in his apartment or his house in in Utah because it's just so blank. His walls have nothing (laughs) on them. We tried to get him to use a, a big sky background, like a big sky Zoom background, <laughs> but there was something very strange going on with his lighting. It just it didn't work. Like it would cut off half of his head. So we did oh, try geez. to tell him. Um, <laughs> so I think he's he's doing what he can. He's doing what he can. I love that. Uh, Mary Lou's Cruz, our guest here. A couple final quick questions for you. But um, when you are when you're talking to a student athlete or a coach, or you're putting together a human interest story, what's your angle? I mean, not an angle per se, but how do you approach how you are going to tell this story or let them tell the story through your eyes? Yeah, so I always, you know, I always have my questions that I come up with ahead Mm -hmm. of time, but I really try to, I mean, this is the biggest thing that I've learned in my career is to listen. You know, it's not about me when I'm asking the questions. Like I I know when I first started off, I wanted to prove that I knew things. And so I would ask these long winded questions and it's not about me. And so I, I really had to work to just listen so that I could come up with good follow-up questions and have good conversations and really let them shape their own story. So while I may go in thinking that I want to tell a story a certain way, um, it's not always going to be like that because it really depends on where the student athlete, where the coach, where the administrator takes it. And then from there, I really try to stay as true to what they were saying when, you know, editing and everything so that the message that they want to get across is what I'm putting out. That's fantastic. And, and, you know, I found that, too. Like, when you go into an interview, you might have a list of 15 questions that you think you're going to get to. You might only get through six because the follow-up, the listening to what they just touched on, and to me that's more of a, of a great job as an interviewer is listening, like you said, so that you have that follow-up. And it just comes to you. Um, you mm-hmm. don't know where that interview is going to go based off certain comments. And um, I think you're doing a great job, like I said. And, um, Thank you. You know, Dan Patrick to me is the greatest. Uh, he's my idol. He's the greatest interviewer. But who were your some of your idols growing up? Yeah. Um, so Laura Rutledge, mm. I admire her so much. So I actually was extremely involved in the Miss America organization throughout college. 
Um, a lot of people don't know this, but they're the number one scholarship provider for women in the entire world. And so I graduated debt-free largely because of the scholarships that I earned in that organization. I competed at Miss Florida every year for four years. And every year, Laura was there hosting the Miss Florida competition because if you don't know, she's a former Miss Florida. Mm-hmm. So I, when I first started competing, I didn't even know that I wanted to work in sports. I thought I wanted to be a prosecuting attorney when I first started college. And she was, she was just so kind and and seeing the way that she did her work, like seeing her on TV, like obviously I've, I've always loved sports. I would see her all the time and I was like, wow, this is, this is so cool. And once I realized I could make a career out of talking about sports and talking to athletes and coaches, I was like, oh my goodness, like I, like I can do this. She was one of the people that I really just looked up to the most. Um, Samantha Ponder, oh, yeah. she's another one. She's absolutely incredible i mean aaron andrews what woman in sports doesn't say her um there's so many incredible women in sports who have just paved the way for women like myself and i'm just so so thankful for the incredible role models that there that there are for us so I, lots of wonderful women. i love it i love it mary luce cruz yeah. big sky conference director of broadcast and digital media uh, appreciate the time, and, and I look forward to chatting with you once we get to have actual sports and, um, you know, just to feature your stories on the show here and, and through the big sky. But when when you think about Utah and Florida, the difference, Utah doesn't have big snakes coming through your toilets. Right? <laughs> that, well, I've never had. I have never had that experience. I'll tell you what I do have. Iguanas, iguanas are everywhere in Florida. Okay. Just absolutely everywhere. Um, and you know, I've never had a snake in a toilet, but I actually did have a snake in my bed. So I have to take it back. I have had an experience. Yeah, that did happen once. Yep. Yep. I'll never forget it. I saw, like my dad was doing yard work outside or something one day and I saw, I saw a snake like going up the stairs and I told my dad and my brother and they were like, no, there's no way. They looked around for it, claimed they couldn't find it that night, of course. I got into bed and the snake had to be in my bed, not theirs. It was oh. it was in mine and it was a, a traumatizing experience. But uh, yeah, so we don't have to worry about that in Utah, which I'm very <laughs> thankful for. So. Yeah, see, that's why I can never move. I can never apply for a job in Florida. I just the snakes. <laughs> like I could probably handle a, a, a you know seeing a crocodile or an alligator in my pool or something, yeah. but it's the snakes. I can't do it. I, I just can't. Yeah. What kind yeah. of snake was it? Not a good time. I think it was a black racer, something. It wasn't anything that was going to harm me, but I mean, it wasn't a pleasant experience. Ugh. It's a snake, though. It's a, it's still a snake. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was not a good time. It wasn't a good time. Oh well, just watch out. You got bears in Utah. You got uh, mountain lions in Utah, but you can outrun those as long okay, as you're away. I, from, yeah. I hope so. Just outrun your friends. You don't have to be the fastest. You just have to outrun all okay. your friends. Okay, yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, and, and by the way, will you please talk to Denise and, and Commissioner Wistersill and get them to get back to Park City for Media Days? That was so much fun down there. Spokane's great, oh my gosh. but Media okay. Days in Park City are so much better. Plus they, they get talking. the golf down there. 
Yeah, my uh, my communication staff, we were discussing it in a meeting, actually, the other day. So that's funny. I didn't even know that they used to have it in Park City. But yeah. I will relay the message. Either Park City or Bozeman. Bozeman, it needs to be. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> we, can, we can come up with something there. So uh, There anyway, we go. There we go. Appreciate the time. Keep up the fantastic work, like I said, and uh, look forward to chatting with you down the road. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jason, for having me on. That is Mary Luce Cruz joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. She is the director of uh, broadcast and social media, digital media, for the Big Sky Conference. Give her a follow. Fantastic human interest stories. Just fantastic young lady. Looking forward to following her career. That's what she said. Brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. And make sure you stop into Dinner's Done Right and check out all the fantastic food in the freezer. You have ready-to-go uh, meals you can cook tonight. And, yeah, you're going to use some dishes, but you don't have to worry about putting it together. It's already done for you. Dinner's done right. That's what she said. And a proud sponsor. Appreciate it. All right, quick break. Coming back, we're going to chat with uh, me talking to you about some bubbles in the NCAA. Are they going to work? We'll find out next. Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying? Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Dinner's Done Right is open and ready for you to stop in and stock up for the summer. How does a Big Sky Flank Steak sound or a Sage Roasted Pork Loin? June's menu also includes a Parmesan Tilapia and a variety of fantastic chicken cuisines and more. And if that's not enough, Dinner's Done Right's Grab and Go Soup Salad and Nacho Bar is back as well, with one exception. The delightful staff now will make it for you. And don't forget, deliveries to Bozeman and Great Falls on select days. Stop in at 1212 Cedar Street in Helena or visit dinnersdoneright.com. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, Major Mortgage Man Cave. That was so much fun. Mary Luce Cruz 
and uh, she does great work with the Big Sky Conference. You can re-listen to that if you missed anything. JasonWalkerShow.com coming up after the show. We'll put everything up online. As we do, you can watch any of our old shows, which are always a good time. Uh, Let's see. So things have changed dramatically since uh, earlier today when when the uh, originally North Carolina – there was an article that said they're going to be in a bubble. Okay, so they sent. Here, here's the thing: North Carolina sent its students home because of a COVID out- outbreak. But today, they suspended all athletic competition through at least tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern um, because of more COVID. Notre Dame did the same thing. Notre Dame sending students home and uh, postponing all athletic activities at the moment. And the question was, can we can we act in a bubble? Well, North Carolina came out. So here's the article out of SI.com. And it starts off, and I saw this the other day. Greg Sankey is the commissioner of the Southeastern Conference, the SEC. And an athlete asked him, why must we invite students back to campus? This is a student athlete saying, why must we invite students back to campus? So the commissioner of the SEC told the athlete, that's what we do in higher education. Which is what I've been saying. Like, hey, let's focus on our education, the student part, instead of the athlete part. But North North Carolina and Notre Dame, well, especially North Carolina today, they were going to start in a bubble. They sent their students home, kept the student athletes. So... <laughs> As long as we say football, right, we'll do whatever we can. We'll get rid of all the students as long as we can have football this fall. It's basically what North Carolina was saying. North Carolina announced 130 new positive cases just a week into class. Notre Dame yesterday tripled its cases to 147. Now, North Carolina is suspending all in-person classes for the entire fall. Notre Dame is going to do it for a couple of weeks. Michigan State sent students home. Michigan State's president just happens to be an infectious disease expert. I'm going to trust the Michigan State president over a lot of these other conferences and schools that think they're going to have a football. I'm going to trust Michigan State president an infectious disease expert over Steve Bullock, over the MHSA, and for the most part, our city county health departments. That's what I'm going to trust. It's a guy who actually knows what the hell he's talking about. An infectious disease expert, such as the president of Michigan State. All right. So the question is, if... We send students home. Do we keep athletes on campus just to have a fall football season in six conferences across the country? Is that where we're at? Is that the most important thing? Football over academics. It's a question. If you want to answer it, you can Facebook me, you can tweet me, you can email, you can do whatever. 
I'll even have you come on the show, and we'll debate it. But not one of you has. All right, I told you. Who's this guy? Kyler Kyler Neal. He's part of a podcast for uh, Eastern Washington um, fans, athletics. So he put this out today, and it's hilarious. Uh, What each school is known for in the big sky for football. Uh, We'll start at the top. Cal Poly, academics, very smart football players, true. Eastern Washington, any guesses? The Red Turf. Idaho, the only school to drop out of the FBS. (laughs) Idaho State, Jared Allen, great NFL career. Montana, Tony Romo said the stadium is loud. Tony Romo. Montana State, more cowbell. (laughs) Uh, NAU, cross country, most of the enrolled students don't know NAU has a football team. That's from Kyler Neal uh, on Twitter today. Northern Colorado. Football field smells like a dog food processing plant. It actually smells more like, um, well, cattle. But Portland State, Hillsboro High, where they played a bunch of games. Sac State has the yellow tracker on their football field. Southern Utah, he says, well, it's in southern Utah. Cedar City is actually beautiful. Uh, UC Davis, Rich Bastards. And Weber State, Damian Lillard. Not football, but oh well. Weber State is known football for Damian Lillard, who played basketball. That's hilarious. Uh, well done. He, uh, Kyler Neal. He attended Eastern Washington and uh, is uh, the creator and host of the Eagles Power Hour podcast for uh, Eastern Washington. Fantastic. Fantastic stuff. And it's a lot of it's so true. But... All right, let's get to On This Day in History. It is August the 19th. It is International Bow Day, Aviation Day, and Soft Ice Cream Day. 1903, Philadelphia Phillies suffered a record ninth straight postponed game. 1921, Ty Cobb became the fourth to get the 3,000 hits. 1951, Bill Veck sends up Eddie Gadell. 3'7", pinch hit, he walks on four pitches. 1965, Cincinnati Reds pitcher Jim Maloney throws his second no-hitter of the season. 1969, Chicago Cub Ken Holtzman pitches a no-hitter. 1982, Ronaldo Nehemiah of the U.S. sets a record for the 110 hurdles, goes 12.93. I met Ronaldo Nehemiah. It would have been 87, 88, sometime around there. He was at Universal Athletic in Bozeman. He was a great dude. 1995, Mike Tyson returns to the ring. And DQ's Peter McNeely in 38 seconds. 2004, gymnast Carly Patterson becomes the second American woman to win the all-around gold, the first to win at a non-boycotted Olympics, taking gold in Athens. Happy birthdays today, lots of them. Charles Comiskey, born on this date in 1859. Bill Shoemaker, perhaps the greatest jockey of all time, was born on this date in 1931. He won four Kentucky Derbies and 8,833 career victories. Bobby A. Bear, born in 1960, same day, Morton Anderson. Both played for the Atlanta Falcons. 1960 as well, Ron Darling, born in Hawaii. Won a World Series with the 86 Mets. Kirk Herbstreet, the college football analyst, born on this date in 1969. Mary Jo Fernandez, American tennis player and broadcaster, won Olympic gold in 92 and 96. She was born on this date in 1971. I believe she captained the America's team recently, the Fed Cup. Uh, 1871, 
Orville Wright was born. 1883, Coco Chanel. In 1942, great U.S. Senator and great actor. He was in The Line of Fire, Days of Thunder, um, others. Fred Thompson was born on this date, 1942. Um, Bill Clinton's birthday is today, born in 1946. Uh, did you see the pictures yesterday? Yep. Old Billy. Uh, Tipper Gore's birthday is today as well. Ooh. 1963, John Stamos was born. 1969, my cousin, yeah, I think his second cousin, Clay Walker, was born. 1981, my brother was born. Happy birthday to my brother. Uh, also, in 1969, Nate Dogg. Nate Dogg was born. He's known for that great song, Regulate, with uh, Warren G. Um, so there you go. <laughs> on this day in history. Let's do some of my favorite music of all time right here. Boom. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. All right, the walk-off is brought to you by Cafe Zydeco. And stop by 625 Euclid in Helena. Get yourself great dinner tonight. You can stop by for lunch. You can also get bre- great breakfast. Uh, tomorrow is Thursday, open from 11 to 8. Cafe Zydeco. They're open until 8 tonight as well. Um, I think in this cancel culture society, and I can't believe nobody's thought of this, in cancel culture society today, we need to change the name of golf. I was thinking about this. I went golfing today with some buddies, and I thought, hey, we need to change the name of golf. Did you know the original name of golf is actually an abbreviation? It originally stood for gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. In today's cancel society, we need to change that. That's sexist. It's misogynistic, right? Gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. The name of golf literally singles out an entire gender. And there's only two, but an entire gender. So we need to change the name of golf. Let's think about it, and let's come come up with some new names. Now, a lot of four-letter words are already used, so we can't change that to golf. Okay? But um, we need a new name. Thanks to Mary Luce Cruz from the Big Sky Conference joining us. She's She does great work. If you missed anything, jasonwalkershow.com. You can tweet me anytime. You can Facebook me anytime. You can email me anytime. You can call and come on the show anytime as well. Tomorrow, Sarah Burnell will sit in studio. A very important story. And uh, Coach Burnell will join us Friday. Lance Hartzler, we've changed on him a couple of times, but he will join us as well. Hope you had a good Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. Happy birthday to my younger bro. See you back here tomorrow at 4. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.